So when I show you these things and you see how grace is working in your life, but you ask for more, my question to you, Dave, is are you really ready? Are you really ready for this prearranged, made ready to live life that I have for you? Like, yeah, Lord, bless me. Bless me indeed. I'm Jabez's guy. Yeah, I want that. I want that. Reveal to me what's for me. He said, you know, you're missing the point. And again, he asked me, are you ready? So I'm starting to see a pattern here. And I asked him, I said, Lord, am I ready? And he said, no. Now, I don't know if you've ever had God tell you no. But for me, that was, I'm not going to call it soul crushing, but it was eye opening. To say, Lord, where am I missing it? Tell me, show me what I need to do so that I can receive all that you have for me. Because, Lord, you know, I'll, your grace is great, and I love it. I'm like, I'm sitting in it, and I'm seeing it operate all around me. He said, but what you're seeing is my grace, but what I want you to have is my glory. He said, you keep mistaking my grace for my glory, and that's where you miss it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean, Lord? I'm like, I love this. This is great. He said, no. He said, grace is fine. It's a free gift. You've done yeah. nothing for it. He said, I've given it to you. Yeah. You can experience my grace. You can partake of all the benefits of grace. Mm-hmm. He said, but what you're missing is my glory. Mm-hmm. He said, you're not seeking me. You don't have a hunger for me. Yeah. Actually, who I am. Mm-hmm. Said, you like all of these things, and it's great. Said, but I'm trying to get you to a point where you live that life that I've already predestined for you. Mm-hmm. And we automatically get caught up in the blessing being, this is what God has for me. Yeah. And guess what? It's more than the house, it's more than the car, it's more than the new job. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's more than that. Yes, it is. He didn't die on the cross so I could have a nice ride said, I want my glory for you. I want you to experience my glory. I want you to travel day to day, glory to glory, and feel my presence around you. said, so stop mistaking my grace for my glory, Dave, and you can push past your current situation and actually start to receive what God really has for you. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Lord, I'm listening. Go with me to Exodus 33. There's a nice little lesson to be learned here. See, and you don't have to take it too serious, guys. We'll, we'll get to all the, the good stuff and the hooping and hollering and the receiving and the open window from heaven and the overtaking blessing. We'll, we'll get all of that later on. So, Exodus 33, and let's start 18, and we're going to read down to 23. And in my Bible, it says, Moses beholds God's glory. So, in verse 18, it says, And Moses said, I beseech you, show me your glory. Here is Moses asking God, show me your glory. So I don't care about anything else. Show me your glory. I said, okay, Lord. All right. And God said, I will make all of my goodness pass before you 
and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, before you. For I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy and loving kindness on whom I will show mercy and loving kindness. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, behold, there is a place beside me, and I shall stand upon the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand and you shall see my back. But my face shall not be seen. And I'm like, okay, Lord, that's great. Moses, you know, you covered his face. You showed him what your back looks like. That's fabulous. Great. I see people's backs all the time. What's that got to do with me? How's that helping me? And he said, you're missing the point. He said, because what I'm showing you is his desire to seek me out. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, Moses only knew God as I am. Mm -hmm. That's it. His relationship with God was I am. Mm -hmm. And God never explained to him what that meant. What does that mean? So, okay, you pulled me out of obscurity to lead these folks out of Egypt. We're in the wilderness now. I am struggling. These people want to stone me. I need some help. I am seeking your face. Show me your glory because this is what I need right now. And he said, fine. I will give you what you're asking for. At this point, Moses was ready to receive all that God had for him. And he was ready for his glory. He didn't seek him for his prized camel, for a bigger tent, for, you know, a a position, an honorary. He didn't seek any of that. So I just want to know who you are. You've already told me that you are, I am. And Moses asked the question, what does that mean? So God said, fine, I'll show you. And I'm like, Lord, I read it and I got the chills. I'm like, I want to see you. Like, it's nice all the great things that you can do, but I want to see your glory. And I'm talking sure enough, sure enough. Because, like, now we're talking, Dave. Mm -hmm. Now now we're getting to the point where you might be ready Mm -hmm. to receive this predestined life that I have for you. Said because the predestined life for you, yes, is to be to be blessed and be above only and never again beneath. Said, but your life is far more than that. Your life as a believer is far more than that. We have to start seeing ourselves as more than that. He said, I want you to push past grace Mm. into glory. Mm. I said, okay. He said, grace is great and it's fantastic. And we've read that his grace is sufficient. Yes, that's right. right. But why be settled with sufficient when he wants to get you to overflowing? Sufficient means it just meets all of your needs. Yes, your grace will meet every single need that I have. That's right. But I want more than. I'm like, okay. So at this point, Moses has had a serious conversation with God. And this is the second time that he's actually seen God's glory. First time he was out in the wilderness, burning bush. And he actually saw him and he showed up. And his life changed. His life changed. And here, his life will change again, along with his appearance. So when we're having this conversation with God, Lord, show me your glory, give me everything that you want. He's like, what I'm looking for is a change in you. He said, because I'm just not going to show you my glory just so you can keep living the same life that you've been living. 
said, I'm going to show you my glory because I got better things for you to do. That's right. said, I want to show you my glory so you can see all that I have for you so that you can affect everyone else. That's right. He said, my glory right now living here in this earth, in this building, in this place, in your heart, in your life is for something bigger than what you are. That's true. That's true. said, until you understand that lesson. The overflow and all of that is not going to happen until you understand that God wants you to push past grace into glory to change the world. Yes, that's right. That's so because other than that, you're just greedy, just like everybody else. <laughs> Said if you're not believing and living this life for some purpose, then you're just like the world, filled with greed. Lord, just bless me, bless me, bless me. For what? Yeah. For what? As a status symbol? So the guy down the street can say, oh, the hand of the Lord's on that guy. I guarantee you he's not saying that. I guarantee you the guy down the street who sees the new house that you bought and the fancy car that you're driving is not saying, oh, the hand of God is upon him. You know good well he's not. He's probably thinking, how, how many credit cards you got? Or how many hours do you have to work to get that? Yep. And he's not seeing any of that. When actually what he should be seeing is God's glory upon you. Yeah. And you spreading that out yes. from point center into the world. Right. And he's like, so Dave, when you're ready to really, you know, do this for sure. Yeah. He said, then you can have an experience like Moses. And I'm like, okay, Lord. He said, right now. I want you to seek my goodness, my grace, my glory. He said, I want you to see who I am. God's glory is his nature, his characteristics, his personality. That's what he wants. He's like, seek me out so you know who I am. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your confidant. He wants to show you every single aspect of his being if you would allow him to. Now, we already know him as Redeemer. Because we were saved. We know that, as, we know that he can be healer. Said, so, but what else do you understand about God? What else about his personality do you know? And how much time do you spend with him so you can actually experience his glory in your life? I said, Lord, okay. He said, grace allows you into the party. Think of it as an invitation. You show up, you got grace in your pocket. Yes! You have grace. Come on inside and enjoy what grace can give you. But glory's in the back room. Glory's in the back room. You can't get to the back room without grace first. And now that you have it here, we're just enjoying the party, but your destination should be in the back room. That's where all the good stuff is. You ever been into a jewelry store? Yeah. Like at Harry Winston's, right, in New York City? Love Harry Winston. One day, I'll hook you up. So in Harry Winston's, right, you walk inside, they have beautiful arrays of, of diamonds and jewelry, and it's fabulous. And that's for all of the regular people. Right. And when you walk in, and you know what you want, yeah. and you know who you are, yeah. you tell the guy, what do you got in the back? That's right. The stuff that nobody else has access to. That's right. And that's what I want. That's right. And that's what your experience <laughs> as a believer should be. Yeah. Grace is fabulous, and it's a free gift for everyone. But only certain people get to experience his glory because only certain people will push in and do what is required yes. to actually know God. Yes. Are you willing to know who I am? 
all that I am. Are you like Moses? Will you do this to seek me out so you can know everything that, about me? So, Lord, I, I have a desire. Reveal to me who you are, Father. Show me everything about your nature, your attributes, everything. I want to know who you are. And here's God's answer to Moses. Exodus 34, verse 2 through 8, and I'm going to read this in the Message Bible. You know, so Moses had pleaded with God, show me your glory. I'm seeking you. And God says to him, be ready in the morning to climb Mount Sinai and get set to meet me on top of the mountain. He's going to ask you, get ready to meet me on top of the mountain. So if you're ready, let's go to a higher level. You want to see my glory? Let's get to the top of the mountain. Meet me up there. You're so bad. Meet me up there and I'll show you what I have for you. I will show you what I have for you. And he climbed that mountain. And was sitting early in the morning and waiting for God to descend. Mm. Said, Lord, I will climb this mountain and I will wait for you, I see you, Mm. to descend upon me. Mm. And when you continue to read here, it talks about how God came and sat right down next to him (laughs) on the mountain, like two friends would do, having a conversation. He went, hey, I'm here. And he decided to reveal his glory to Moses. Let's see. Be ready. Climb the mountain. Get set to meet me on top. Yep. Not a soul is going to go with you. That's right. Just you. The whole mountain must be clear of people, animals, oxen, sheep, nothing. Said, because what I'm going to show you is just for you. I don't want somebody else coming to glom on what I'm going to show you. No one else is worthy of this but you. Because you've decided to put the work in. Because you decided to seek me and who I am. This is what I'm going to do for you. I said, Lord. Okay. I got it. I'm like, I will seek you out. Not just, you know, let me see what happens on Sunday. I want to know who you are so that you can infiltrate every area of my life. And not just a little bit. I'm talking about his sure enough glory showing up all of the time. That's right. That's right. All of the time. Yes. See, because when God's glory shows up, there's nothing else there. No. Just him yes. and you. And the one thing about this, and you know, in, in my notes, it says, you know, the purpose of God's glory or him revealing his glory is to make a change yeah. so that you can continue to move in a different direction. That's right. so, so at this point, he's revealed himself to Moses and he showed him his goodness. Mm-hmm. And he talks and when it talks about it, he, he goes out and he shouts his name. He's like, I am God. Mm-hmm. I am God. Mm-hmm. I am God. Mm-hmm. And I pictured almost like him flexing like Look at me Mm -hmm. and my splendor. Mm -hmm. I am God Mm -hmm. and I'm your God. That's right. 
look at me. Yes. I'm adorned in glory and goodness yes. and light yes. and tender loving and kindness and mercy. Yes. I am your God. God, God. Yes. When you read in the Message Bible, it says, God, God. <laughs> That's the experience that I want to have. Where you show up and things change. That's right. That's right. Where your glory is so heavy that you can barely stand. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. That's right. Said, God, you know what? I've shortchanged my entire life because it's been about things and what people think and what I can show off when actually I should be showing you off. See, because here's the thing, right? It's one thing for me to get a new car. That's nice. It's another thing for me to get a great house. It's nice. So, but you know what? It's another thing to raise somebody from the dead. That's right. That's right. That's right. You can't top that. You can't lay hands on the sick and they recover. You, 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 can't, you can't beat that. No. said, that's what I'm talking about. That's right. said, don't nobody care about your ride, man. Nobody care about your house. They care about the gift that's inside of you. That's right. So, so let's amplify that a little that's bit. That's right. Let's plug into the yes. glory yes. so the world can see what God really wants to that's do right. in this world. Yes. Right. So, Lord, I am with you. Right. So, so when he reveals himself, you cannot squander the opportunity. Moses felt all this and he had this experience and you know what he did in response? He fell down on his face and he worshiped God. This is the first time Moses ever worships. Ever. Out of all of the things that he's seen happen that God has done in his presence, nothing, nothing, nothing caused him to worship except for this. Standing in front of God. And feeling his glory and seeing his presence caused him to worship. Caused him to fall on his face and say, Lord, I submit. I am worshiping. I am bowing down in front of you. Said, so now, if we can get to that place where you submit completely, Lord, I am prostrate in front of you. I am on this ground and I am worshiping you like I have never have before. Because I have now seen your glory. Yes. You've revealed to me what your glory is and what it looks like and what it can do. I said, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. And I will not allow another day to go by where I take this experience for granted. I said, Lord, I'm ready to meet you on top of the mountain. See, that's why Psalms 27, real fast. And I had four minutes. Psalms 27, when you think of it from this perspective, has a different meaning. See, so Psalms 27, in verse 13 says, What, what would have become of me had I not believed that I would see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living? Wait and hope for and expect the Lord. This is verse 14. Be brave and of good courage and let your heart be stout and enduring. Yes, wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. David is saying this from this perspective of where he's actually seen God's glory. That's 
That's the reason why he can expect goodness today in the land of the living today. See, it's one thing for you to hear that verse and then for you to say, yes, I expect God's goodness. But you know what? He hadn't revealed anything to you. So what are you expecting? What is that expectation built on? Lip service. But when God reveals himself to you and you see that glory and you've made a course correction, yes, then you can say, I expect to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living this day. This day. Because I know what I'm dealing with now. I know who's behind me now. God. God, God. Sitting on the mountain. Whispering in my ear. That guy. God, God. Sitting there. Revealing himself to me. So now I don't worry about anything. That's right. Because That's I know. Right. Mm-hmm. David knew. Yes, he knew. That's right. So, are you ready to come to the top of the mountain, brother? Well, yes, Lord, I am. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I am. So, right now, if you're ready, do you want grace? Do you want glory? Or do you want them both? All right. I want it all. That's right. Yes. I thank you for your grace. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. I want your grace because it's a free gift. I don't have to do anything for it. You just gave it to me. Fabulous. But now I want your glory. I'm pushing on so I can get into the back room. I'm pushing on so I can get all of the good things that's not easily readily available. Now, this gentleman right here, he and I, we love exclusive things. I love finding stuff that nobody else has. I love it. I love it. Here's the best exclusive gift ever. Yes. God's glory. That's right. God's glory. Yes. God's glory. Yes. Said, so, Lord, I'm ready for it. Said, so, and every time I reveal myself to you, I'm shaping you into my image so that you can continue to live this life. Like Sister Pat said earlier today, glory to glory. That's right. She probably didn't think I heard her, but I heard her. Mm-hmm. I heard you. Yeah, I'm pointing you out. I heard you. <laughs> From glory to glory. That's said, show me how to do that. Show me. It's like, okay. So now you're starting to be ready. Now you're starting to be ready to sit on top of that mountain with God whispering in your ear. Yes, Lord, I'm ready. So after this experience, Christ is coming to the earth and God has now given us an easier way to receive his glory. Said, hey, you know what? If you really want it, I'm going to make it easier for you. I'm going to give you my son, who was all of me, packaged up very nicely in this nice tiny little earth suit just for you. Seek him out because he has all of my attributes, all of my grace, all of my glory, all of my love, all of my mercy. Seek him out. Yes. Seek him out. Yes. Diligently seek him out. Yes. Diligently seek him out. So because then you can experience his glory on earth. Yeah. You know what? <sighs> Write this down. Second Corinthians 3 and 18 talks about being transformed into Christ's image. Read in the Amplified. In Ephesians 1, that I'm going to read for you real fast. Mita, you can do this for me faster. Can you put Ephesians 1, 17 and 18 in the Amplified up real fast? Please. I, I beseech you. Okay, 
For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, of insight into mysteries and secrets, and the deep and intimate knowledge of him. You want entrance into the back room to get God's glory. You need deep and intimate knowledge of who? Him. Not his things, not what he can get you, not what he can give you, but actually know who he is. Don't mistake my grace for my glory because you're shortchanging your life. Don't mistake my grace for my glory because you're leaving money on the table. Don't mistake my grace for my glory because you're missing everything that I have. You're only getting a portion of what I can do for you if you leave that glory sitting on the table. I said, okay. I'm going to finish with this real fast because I told him that I was going to end on time. John chapter 11. And um, John 11. And this is, um, we'll start 40. Yeah, John chapter 11, verse 40. And we're going to read this in the Amplified Bible. And Jesus said to her, did I not tell you and promise you that if you would believe and rely on me, you would see the glory of God? Didn't I tell you is how he responded. Girl, didn't I tell you that if you would just believe and rely on me, you will see the glory of God. If you can just believe and rely on me, nothing else, not your book smarts, not your brains, not your family, not mama and them, none of that, not your job. If you can believe in me and rely in me, you will see the glory of God. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And he said this. Well, you know what? Let's not skip verse 42. We're going to go to 41. Because 40 is great, and we want to see the promise. But here is where all of this comes to a head. So verse 41 says, So they took away the stone. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Yes, I know you always hear and listen to me. But I have said this on account of and for the benefit of the people standing around so that they may believe that you did send me, that you have made me your messenger. He is modeling proper behavior for the believer that operates in God's glory. He said, Father, I know that you hear me. He didn't beg. He didn't ask. He didn't shirk back. He didn't plead. He said, I know that you hear me. And when I speak, you hear what I'm saying. So when I say these words, you go into action. That is proper behavior. That's right. That is proper behavior for the individual that believes in God That's right. and operates in his glory. That's right. Proper behavior is I know that God hears me when I speak. Mm-hmm. I know that the enemy hears me when I speak. Right. 
And he knows that the words that I speak, which are God's words, are powerful. That's right. Modeling proper behavior. <laughs> Said, Lord, I'm speaking your word. And it's so funny here how we broke it down. He's like, listen, I know that you know that I'm the guy. That's right. And you know that I know that you know that you made me the guy. That's right. But I'm only saying this so everybody else knows that I'm the guy. That's right. <laughs> that you sent down here to do your work. That's right. That's right. So will you speak as if you know that you're the guy? Yeah. God, God yeah. has his glory upon you right. and around you. Yes. Will you speak yes. as if you know yeah. God, God mm -hmm. lives inside of you? Yes. When you continue to read, John, it talks about opening up the eyes of your heart. Not the eyes of your head, but the eyes yes. of your heart. That's right. said, because in your heart, if your heart knows then your mouth will speak That's right. because your heart knows and it's seen and it's believing that we serve God, God. And your life should now be spent sitting on top of the mountain, listening and hearing all that God has for you That's right. and expecting like David did for him to show up and do what he said he would do. That's right. Stand to your feet. At some point in time, we are going to have to start operating the way God wants us to. And at some point in time, you are going to have to pick up that gift that you've discarded, that you've thrown down, that you said wasn't for you, or that you were just plain old scared to use. So at some point in time, you, dear soul, will have to ascend to the top of the mountain so God can descend upon you. He wants to descend upon you and put his arm around you and talk to you and let you get to know all the intricate details of his personality. That is what he is asking for today. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events. 